I'm so saying, our inaugural. I'm at the wrong one. Right yeah. now. Right? Part, yeah. Do, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We'll do that. Well, how about, we'll do that uh, right after, either before or after the pending softball there you match go. Okay. between okay. Tri-West and Shatara. That. That'd be we'll good. I like that. That'd I like good. that. Yeah. We'll yeah. follow up. Yeah. You know, we're here. We're here for the people. <laughs> All right, kids. You get me rolling? Ready? Ready. Okay. On. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Summits Podcast. Thank all of you for joining us wherever you guys get your podcasts or if you're joining us on the Heroes Foundation YouTube channel. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're on there, by the way, and you hadn't hit that subscribe button, please do so. Um, it will not buy you a Bloody Mary, but we'll be thinking about you and we'll, we'll toast to you. Um, also, while you're at it, hit that little notification bell icon so you can be updated or let known when new episodes like this one drop. All right. We have not, we call him the master minion uh, behind the scenes, but we have a special guest, Mr. Josh Gordon, uh, with us today. Josh, welcome to Summit's Podcast. Thank you guys for having me very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, why don't you give our listeners and viewers a little background history on yourself? Sure, absolutely. Uh, my name is Josh Gordon. I'm, I'm a, a lifelong resident of Indiana, central Indiana. Grew up in Brownsburg. Um, parents were high school sweethearts, also grew up in Brownsburg. Uh, so, you know, I've been around the area for a long, long time and uh, went to school at IU, uh, despite the fact that my mom was uh, the associate dean of the School of Consumer and Family Sciences at Purdue. So it was a big no-no for That's me. That's interesting. IU. Yeah. Made very interesting conversations. Yeah, we should talk about that. I've got good stories about that. Um, and uh, um, I'm currently employed at Salesforce. I've been with Salesforce for now coming up on nine years and working the operations side of things. And it's a great company to be a part of. Uh, they take really good care of us as employees. And, and we do really meaningful work. But I think uh, we talked about this a little bit. The, the, the one thing that's fantastic about Salesforce is They've implemented this one 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 model where it is one percent of the product goes to nonprofit organizations for free. One percent of the profit gets donated back to different organizations, and then one percent of our time. So they encourage all of our employees to to volunteer. They call it VTO. In fact, instead of PTO, um, so obviously it's volunteer time off, and and uh, they encourage us to use fifty six hours a year. So, uh, you know, it's it's fantastic to get out, uh, give back to the community, um, and you know, globally we are producing a lot of volunteer time and mm-hmm. making a real impact. And there's lots of great stories uh, throughout the company where they're able to, to share what they're doing and things like that. So, But that's what's allowed me to be a part of uh, a Heroes Foundation and be able to donate some time back uh, to you guys. And it's it's been absolutely amazing to be a part of. So yeah. the one, the third one, the 1% of time, yeah. um, which is going to VTO, which I like. Yeah. Uh, I like the first two letters in that mm-hmm. in particular. I don't yeah. know why. Um, but <laughs> resonates 56, with 56 hours a year per employee. Correct. That's that adds up. It I mean, does. it's a very cool concept. So, congrats to Salesforce on putting that together. I think how it's many, very cool. How many total employees are there? Oh, gosh. Uh, thousands. I mean, 80,000, I think, 80, globally. 000. Yeah. And, you know, the, there's there's goals and everybody's got as part of their their yearly goals is to hit at least 56. But we have a lot of people that are rock stars and they'll get, you know, over 100 hours of volunteer time. So, okay. I mean, yeah. we're, we're producing a lot of a lot of that. So yeah. let me ask you this. When you said but there's some who are rock stars and get 100 hours, whatever is 
do you find that there's maybe a uh, competitive component to it? Oh, absolutely. So there is, the way that they used to do this, <laughs> the way that they used to do this is if you hit your, just your goals of 56 hours, uh, they would give you a thousand dollar grant to donate to oh. any charity of your choice. And you could split it out and do, you know, two get 500, 10 get a hundred, okay. all so on and so on. Um, but now I think they realized that as the company was growing, that that bill became pretty high annually, yeah. right? And yeah. so now what they do is they take the top ten volunteer rock stars okay. that have the highest uh, amount of volunteer time, and then each one of those individuals gets ten thousand dollars. Okay. So it's very competitive because you're talking okay. about eighty thousand people, and right. if you don't start from day one, you're already behind the eight ball. And so yeah. you kind of have to really build it into your plan to mm-hmm. say, "Here's what I want to do." Now, I had a friend of mine um, in Brownsburg that was a, a Boy Scout leader and was really heavily involved in some things that his kids were doing, and he was in the top ten a couple of years ago, and it, it allowed them to build um, a couple of different shelters for the Boy Scout club and things like that. Yeah. But but he was part part of that group that won the 10,000, which right. was cool. really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, congrats. This is now going to be the longest podcast episode ever recorded. We're going to go for a hundred hours. Starting <laughs> right. That's right. Buckle up folks. Podcast-a-thon starting now. It's going to be yeah. a while. <laughs> well, that's very cool. We're really going to need those bloodies. Let's move back a little bit. So grew up in Brownsburg. You mentioned that you're friends with Kelly and Zach Canada, who yes. are uh, longtime uh, board members, supporters of the Heroes Foundation, both cancer survivors. Um, but let's talk. You mentioned something. So you mentioned you went to IU, but your mom was employed by Purdue. Yeah. So and how did that go? Well, it was a horrible conversation, right? Um, <laughs> and because essentially tuition would have been free. Um, yeah. So yeah. that was a, a big no-no. And, and then obviously growing up in a Purdue house, to be to go to IU, to the, the school down south, was um, obviously that was worse than the money, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember it was uh, my sophomore year down there. And... My uh, my vehicle down there, the my plates had expired, and it was time to get new plates. Yeah. My dad calls me, says, hey, we took care of it. They're in the mail on the way down. I get them. I open them up. <laughs> they are Purdue plates. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, and, and at the time, um, I worked for the athletic department when I was down there, so yeah. for the ticket office. And so... Yeah. IU fans are crazy, so I had to be very strategic going to games early at Assembly Hall, backing into places where they couldn't <laughs> see my license plate right. or covering it with snow, things like that. Um, you know, you, you get very creative yeah. on ways to if hide that. If I could that. just cover the P, but not like the letters yes, and numbers, probably would okay? yeah, yeah, it probably would have worked. Yeah. It probably would have worked, hmm. yeah. Well, well played by your parents. I yeah, know, it was. It was well, very good. good. It was very yeah. good, yes. Um, and then we were talking earlier about your affiliation with TriWest High School. Yeah. Um, and then you talk about how you did some of the uh, some of the athletic announcing there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I just so with Salesforce, I've had the opportunity to um, to lead a lot of the all hands calls that we have company wide okay. and host those. And so we bring in different guests. Um, Colin Powell was a board member of ours, and he Very was somebody cool. that I got to do an, a full thirty minute interview with, um, nice. which was really really cool um, and kind of special. One of the my highlights at Salesforce so far. Um, and so TriWest got a new athletic director uh, a couple of years ago, and he put out a, a post uh, that my wife told me about and said, hey, they're looking for a new announcer for football is, was the start, and you should go try out. And so I did. Um, Reagan, my stepdaughter, was very apprehensive at first um, <laughs> about me being a part of that. And also now I also announce uh, girls basketball as well. Okay. And so and she's a basketball player on the varsity team. Yeah. And there's nothing better. She Once she heard me do football, she was 
was like, okay, I can I can see how this is going to work, and she was okay with it. But there's nothing better than being able to cheer for her instead of sitting in the sands i got a microphone and everybody gets to hear me cheer for her as she's <laughs> hitting threes and things like that so right. it's pretty awesome to be a that part of that could be also difficult because it's like i gotta remember this microphone's right in front of me so if oh yeah let's say she doesn't do something according to plan <laughs> i gotta make sure i don't like let something slip out it's hard yeah. it's hard because um i'm vocal and you know, you get to know these referees because they come over before the game. They'll introduce themselves, and yeah. it's the same ones over and over because there's a referee shortage because of people like I used to be, right, yelling yeah. and screaming at them from the stands. And so they come over, and you start to get to know them, and they're just normal people, and they're just doing a job, and they make a bad call. I mean, this just happened last week. It's a bad call and on Reagan, and I don't agree with it, and I so badly want to say something, or I'm shaking my head, and you know, you've got to stop that and kind of remove right. yourself as much as possible. So yeah. you can still be a fan, fan, but you can't be the negative fan with the microphone in right. front of you for sure. Yeah. You have to be careful. Yeah. That would probably be a great conversation to have with Don Fisher, who has done IU games for yeah decades. Ever. Yes, um, especially on the football side, how to control your the emotional side of you as a fan from letting it. Get through yes, the slip through. Yeah. I know it is, and he does a really good job of it. Now, if there's a really bad call, I've heard him. You know, he gets he gets pretty frustrated, <laughs> but rightfully so. I mean, he's he's yeah. a long time IU diehard, so right. I get it. Yeah, I'm sure the mute buttons nearby. Right there, right. right. Like Somebody just... else is probably on the mute button <laughs> yeah, for him. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the Salesforce's one 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 program again phenomenal program um and we appreciate you allocating some of your hours yeah. to us um let's talk about that a little bit if you would um more most recently you did you were on one of the the lego gives as yes. part of team joey yeah um how did you get into that and and if you would share your experience from from a, a volunteer standpoint yeah absolutely um kelly had reached out uh it was over the summer and um you know our oldest is is at butler is a sophomore at butler this year okay. so he was wrapping up his summer um and we're starting to get into all of the the senior things for reagan this year which is you know going way too fast and she reached out to ask if we would want to come and, and be a part of it, um, serving up pizza at Riley um, in that ama amazing space that, that's been developed for, for the families and the kids to go and, and, and just be kids again. And the um, she also said uh, she needed somebody to dress up as Dr. Donald Duck. And, you know, I, I of course, am, am just I'm all for that. I worked for USA Gymnastics as an intern uh, when I was in college in we have a mascot, Flip uh, Flip the Monkey was the mascot of USA Gymnastics. And okay. during an event in Syracuse, the guy who wore, wears that costume, who was a gymnast and actually does gymnastics with that costume on, was his flight was delayed. So it was, I'm the intern, right? Hey, put this <laughs> stinky, sweaty costume on and, and do the best you can. And so, you know, and Kelly knows me well enough from since I grew up with her um, that I would be uh, absolutely say yes to that. So I did. Uh, and it's it was phenomenal um, to hear the stories, especially afterwards that Ke Kelly shared that, you know, some of the kids that had come out, you know, they hadn't smiled in, in days or weeks and you get an opportunity to take pictures with them and the hugs, um, you know, all of those things and the smiles. It's just, uh, it's very heartwarming to be a part of impactful, meaningful work like mm -hmm. that yeah. uh, and to see the difference that it makes. And, you know, you, you and I talked about this, you know, this, the Salesforce 111 thing, you know, giving back 1% of the profit is a great, but it doesn't always have to be financial giving back. It can be right. your time and it can be in smiles and in hugs and things like that. And it was, it was, there's a flood of emotions I think that came with it. Um, 
Reagan had a, a, a close friend when she was younger that battled leukemia and passed away. And we hadn't been back to Riley Hospital since that time, since we had uh-huh. gone to see her. And so as we were pulling into the parking lot and walking into the hospital, it was it was overwhelming with emotion because it was it all brought back all of those memories sure. uh, for us and for my wife and for Reagan. But it was great to be there and, and see the smiles and, and the, the joy that we were able to bring to the kids and the families. Yeah. Um, one example that really stands out to me, and I think I've mentioned this in other episodes, where um, you said you mentioned you were doc- Dr. Donald Duck, but we've also had a minion um, character. Yeah. And there was I did time. that one as well. I was minion okay, as well. well then, yeah. then it might have been you. I don't know. But there was a time where whoever with the minion character was with us walks into a room and there's a, a child or patient there um, who had, I think, a Minion T-shirt on and those uh, those goggles, the Minion goggles. And, you know, like any said, kid was not, you know, having the greatest of days. But all of a sudden, that Minion walks in the room and switch was flipped. Yeah. Like, yeah. eyes bugged out. There's a photo <laughs> of the Minion character and this child with, with their goggles on. And it's like, that picture just, talk about a picture speaks a thousand words. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. If if you if you don't have a good feeling after seeing that, oh, I know. Then you're it's, the Grinch. It's pretty amazing, <laughs> and I think you know, as as Donald Duck, right? We stayed in one space, and then when when I came with the minions, we went room to room. And mm-hmm. I think for me, it was you're able to bring even for the briefest of moment, just a little bit of normal back into the families and the kids' lives. Yeah. And that's where the smiles come from and the, and, and the, the happiness comes from. And, and, you know, it's as much as I wish I could be an oncologist or a research scientist, I, you know, it wasn't in the cards for me. Right. But I think there's a lot of to be said about joy and happiness and being healing for those kids. And to be a part of that, it is it is an emotional roller coaster because, you know, you, you in, in the moment you realize how great this is for the kids and the families. Mm-hmm. And then you leave and you sit in the car and we cry sitting in the car because you realize this is so terribly difficult for everything. And it makes, it really puts things in perspective for mm-hmm. your life. It's, it's right. like, gosh, some of the stuff that you stress and worry about just doesn't really matter. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. so it's, it's been incredibly impactful for us and for me personally, um, and for the kids to be able to see it and mm-hmm. to be part of, of knowing that giving back and volunteering is, is, you know, is a great thing to to build into the fabric of who you are as you get older, uh, especially as they are getting into adulthood. We want them to carry that forward and, and be that way as, as they right. go out into the world. Yeah, well said. Um, volunteering it, for us obviously is a huge deal just because we have a lot of events like that or, it, or fundraising events that require volunteers right. as well. Um, it, I don't want to say it costs nothing, but essentially it costs nothing. I mean, and that, but the the impact it brings. I mean, we can't put we can't do a lot of this stuff without volunteers, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I don't underestimate the value um, of that time. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's one hour or fifty six hours or a hundred hours, like this podcast, like it it, it helps. It yeah. all adds up. Yeah, it really does. Um, you know, and it's it's great with the events that I've been a part of because there's a photographer there, right? And they're taking pictures, not only for the families, but to document for us because 
I take that back and I share it with my colleagues at Salesforce. Well, it's made its way up the chain, and and I shared this with Kelly. I'm not sure she shared it with you, but I got nominated for um, a volunteer achievement award that Salesforce nice. gives out every year, and it comes with a twenty thousand dollar grant. So mm-hmm. to come back to to Heroes Foundation, which I'm super excited about, I I got notification um, earlier this week that I'm a finalist in that. So but cool. we had to fill out a lot of information. Kelly had to write a testimonial, which was fantastic with some pictures and some things like that. Is there anything that us or our millions and millions of viewers and listeners can do to aid in that? I wish it would come down to like a (laughs) voting thing because that would be phenomenal to be able to to do. Yes, yeah. Let let Benioff know that that I should be the one winning. Yes. Um, I'm not sure who the the, the group is that that reviews everything. And I'm sure it's going to be highly competitive because, like I said, there's a lot of people that are doing some amazing volunteer work. Um, But it was just an honor to be nominated for it and, and be a part of it. So knock on wood, hopefully there's there's a chance and, and we'll find out. But are they putting on a smelly, hot character costume yeah, that's, for hours? I mean, that's true. I didn't highlight, I don't think I highlighted that part yeah, quite yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Think um, of the sacrifice. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> they are hot. They yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a couple of them have built-in fans, which technically speaking, yes, they do. Yes. They don't so do a whole lot. They go around your neck and having this beard, they, the fan doesn't reach my face and it just it just cools my beard off. It doesn't do any good for my yeah, face. It's like but. the equator. You just yeah, like, know what's going on. That's right. That's right. Um, well, Josh, what is your cancer story? Um, what we actually, you know, I've got family members that have been impacted by cancer. Um, My uncle uh, had skin cancer when I was very, very young. And skin cancer is not one that uh, you think about often enough um, as being life-threatening or that can lead to to things like this. And, um, you know, it was was tough on all of us. It was tough on my dad, uh, and it was tough on my cousin, his son. And it's something that he still struggles with uh, because, you know, we were we were in high school when it happened and it's is very, very difficult. And, you know, it, it's um, it just opens your eyes to everybody can be impacted by this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, a, I think everybody has a, a story um, or multiple stories of right. people, you know, so, you know, I've got. I've got coworkers um, that are currently battling breast cancer, and it's tough. It's very, very tough to hear what they're going through and, and try to be there for them and in, in support them in whatever way possible. Um, yeah. And sometimes it is sharing the photos. Um, you know, I shared the photos with her to let her know what I was doing, and you know, it, it, she said that made my day. And it's mm-hmm. the little things like that where you can be right. there and be supportive uh, to them. And, uh, you know, I told the story about uh, Reagan's friend as a child um, that passed away from leukemia. She was actually the, the daughter of a, a really close friend of mine from high school as well. Okay. And, you know, it's it's um, going to a funeral like that for somebody that's seven years old right. is um, is not something anybody should ever have to do. So yeah. it's very, very um, it's very tough. And it makes it easy when, you know, if you do volunteer and you agree to volunteer to do something, um, whatever it might be, right. and you wake up that morning and you think, I've got a headache and I'm tired and I don't really want to do this today. And it's, you know, it's it. you, you think about those kinds of people in your life and right. you say, you know what, I can suck it up today and, and I can do right. this because it's going to make a difference. I'm yeah. blessed to still be here to have the absolutely. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and, you know, that's a good point. It, when you go if you go to a funeral like that, you're filled with emotion. Um, some people, maybe I'm speaking for myself, tend to get a little ticked off because like, what? Like, yep. 
why 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 do I get to live fifty one years and they only got seven? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. BS. All right. Well, I could sit here and just be upset and mad. That's not really going to do anything. Or I could turn that emotion to action, yep. like you're doing, and say, okay, you know what? This I identify with this organization. I like what they're doing. I give an hour here, an hour there. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Why, yeah. why shouldn't I? Absolutely. I mean, I think that, and if more people did that, I think that you know, we wouldn't be so angry about those things when those things happen in society like you said just turning that emotion into action i mean i love yeah. the way you say that mm-hmm. that is exactly what we need to do more of because as as upset as we want to be there are still so many other people that are dealing with the exact same thing and going yeah. through it so let's go make a difference for them yeah yeah there is a ted talk and it's probably it's over 10 years old now 10 or 11 10 to 12 years old now um, but I've watched it multiple times. I send the link out to multiple people. And this guy's talking about, um, he used to head up a couple of nonprofit organizations that were event-based. And anyway, in one of the graphics that he talks about, it says something, to, and I'm not gonna get this 100% right, but uh, talks about like, if, if, if we just increased giving just like 1%, or it was either 1% or if everyone just gave $1 more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, it, it's, it's the whole numbers game, but he, he broke that down and showed like, based on the pop, different populations or what have you, what that would do to get, I mean, it, the, the, it was astronomical. Oh, Just yeah. that yeah. one incremental Small move yep. was, was un- unbelievable. Um, but it wasn't just on the financial side. It was also ours yeah. because the events that he used to put on like massive, like runs and walks and which requires a whole bunch of volunteers, um, talked about the time component too if everyone mm-hmm. just donated or everyone just volunteered one hour yep. or one more hour yep the impact would be unbelievable huge and i think people think that you know i can't make a difference you know i'm just one person right. i can't make a difference you hear that all the time right but it's collectively if everybody if everybody just said i'm going to try just to do a little bit better or be one percent better or do just a little bit more today than i did yesterday to help mm-hmm. this organization out the collective uh, addition that that can make is is um it's hard it would be hard to measure yeah uh, at that point because then i think it just gets exponential and begins to snowball um and i wish i wish more people would think that way yeah Yeah. likewise yep um so i guess tell us something about yourself that the average person wouldn't know Oh gosh, I know that's a loaded question. He's a huge Savannah Bananas fan. I am a big, and I did. We didn't get to go this past oh. year, so I'm excited that they're coming back. Yeah. Um, I actually trying to talk to my wife. I'm a big Red Sox fan, okay. um, and so I'm, they're yeah. they're going to be in Boston at Fenway on like June 8th, I think, or something next year. Yeah, so, cool. I no, but I, I, <laughs> I you know I got to try to talk to the boss about um, See, doing like, that, making that happen. You can, t- you can tell the boss that that checks off two boxes. Oh, I, I know. Go to Fenway. And it gets well, so, so that's yeah. the thing is we took a we took a road trip um, out east uh, a few years ago with the okay. kids. So we we went into Niagara, spent a couple days yep. there, drove down uh, to New York, and stopped in Scranton, Pennsylvania, because we're a big office uh, household. And so okay. we stopped in Scranton <laughs> to do a little <laughs> nice. sightseeing. Um, but we went to New York, spent a few nights in New York, and then took the train up to Boston for my birthday. Nice. And my my birthday, we went to Fenway and had. Sweet probably better seats than we needed to and it spent more money on them than we needed to right. but it was it was life-changing because it was a walk-off win i mean it was everything that you would cool. want to have yeah. um so that argument i wish could work um uh, but i think that's what she would she'd fall back on that right. for sure <laughs> i have to ask you this question i'm not a huge baseball guy but typically if you grew up in the greater indianapolis area and you like baseball you're either going to be a reds fan a cardinals fan 
or either a White Sox or Cubs fan. Yep. And so the Red, so the Red Sox. So from? the Red Sox comes from. So my dad was a, a a big. My dad went to Indiana State University. Okay. Big Larry Bird fan. Yeah. So then that transitioned into a Boston Celtics, Celtics fan, gotcha. and then okay. he just kind of became a Boston fan. So I remember this. <laughs> ties very well into this whole Lego theme we talk about Team Joey is yeah. um, I used to be in the loft playing Legos spread yeah. out everywhere yeah. and they are not the, today the Legos today are not what they were when, when we were kids 100%. Um, but I'd be up in the loft playing Legos and I'd hear my dad screaming at the TV downstairs you know watching TV and so I finally got interested to see what's he what's he yelling at so right. you know I became a Celtics fan but more so became a, a Red Sox fan right. at that point I, pain, painfully enough I, sh- I picked fair. the wrong I should have been more of a Celtics <laughs> fan um, more championships there but hey the, the last 10-12 years have been enjoyable to watch right. as a Red Sox fan well so I'm glad you said that because that now it resonates a little bit when and this sh- dates me. Uh, when I was growing up as a kid, before the Colts had moved to town, we, we didn't have there was no NFL team here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the late seven, yes, late seventies kids. Um, <laughs> and the two main organizations at that time were the Cow- Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Well, the, the kid across the street that I was buddies with was a big Cowboys fan. I'm like. I can't like the Cowboys. He's he's a Cowboys fan. So I went with the Steelers. There you go. And just just for the heck of it. So I had all like the, the Steelers code or whatever I got for my birthday. And then just randomly started watching the Pittsburgh Pirates. We also didn't have Major League Baseball here, but he had other affiliations. He had the Indians were certainly here. Yeah. Uh, but somehow kind of got attracted to yeah. the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. And so I, would, I had a Pittsburgh Pirates hat. And people say, like, what's up with that? Like, same story. Yeah. Yeah. I get there you it. Go. Are you <laughs> still a Pirates fan? I don't really follow. I don't have any against them. No. But I just don't really follow. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't follow them. No baseball. Don't really follow. But I'll I'll yeah. go to a baseball game. Like you want to go to a Pirates game? You want to go to a Red Sox game? I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Hot dog, beer. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I I won't watch it. I'll, yeah. This sounds bad. I'll watch golf on TV before I watch baseball. On TV or in person? Just on TV. Just on TV. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I would agree with that. Golf's a good napping <laughs> show to watch. Right? No, it's, I mean, it's, it's very intensive. We're not never napping or watching golf for four hours. <laughs> I, never didn't say, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Never napping. <laughs> <laughs> Can't air all, all the secrets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, you go down to the basement, lights are off, golf's on. And then we're good. <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. Catch up with the leaders as they're rounding right. 16, yeah, 17. Right. I mean, it's right? kind of like yeah. watching if it's a major, it's different. Or yeah, if you true. watch a race on TV, you know, you just get the first lap and right. the last lap. Yeah. You, know, you watch the first hole, the 18, you know, yeah. you're good yeah. you know, with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm still trying to think of um, something something about me that, that most people wouldn't know. Oh, here's a good one. So um, first job out of college was with Young and Laramore Advertising yeah. here in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And I worked on the Steak and Shake account. And okay. so the coolest thing, that was when it was they were really good, you know, Bean Crock. And, you know, so the, some of those right. commercials were really, really yeah. creative. Very different than what you saw on most television commercials at the time. And they were doing a, a, a big shoot. Um, they were filming three or four different commercials at one time at a location. And, you know, I was low man on the totem pole, right? Assistant account manager, which basically was just a step above an intern. And um, so you have to be there to, to run and do all the things. And they needed uh, background people to be sitting in the booths. So if you can find um, old footage of Steak and Shake commercials from like 99, 2000, right. I'm somewhere in the background of those of those commercials. <laughs> Are you? Um, yeah, okay. I'm sure they don't air anymore. But hey, YouTube, um, you could probably find them. Right. Yeah. All right, to. YouTubers, check those out. 
we'll put a link in the comments. Can you find Josh in here? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll there's do no some beard. Free beard. It's a much more baby face look. <laughs> yes, a lot of pounds ago and no beard. Well, so yeah, that's, that's right. what happens. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, Josh. Well, we appreciate everything that you do for Team Joey and the Heroes yes. Foundation. Yep. Um, the the volunteer work that you do, as well as um, just the, the time, the effort, the energy, as as well as just being outspoken about the organization. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an absolute honor and and pleasure to 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 be able to be a part of it. I think I'm on tap to potentially be Rudolph in December. Um, nice. So looking forward to that. But I told Kelly anytime that she needs me to, to dress up or do anything at all to reach out and let me know because all hands on deck. I'm willing to help out. Cool. So awesome. I appreciate you guys having me. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Salesforce, kudos to you guys on that 111 model. That's awesome. Um, and don't forget, whoever is involved in the decision making there, um, he, he's your man for the Volunteer Achievement Award for sure. Yes. yes. Yeah. No, no, hands down or whatever. Yeah. Um, make it happen. So um, anyway, Josh, thank you for joining us on the Summits Podcast. We appreciate it. Appreciate and thank all of you guys for joining us on this episode of the Summits Podcast. From wherever you get your podcast, or if you're joining us on the Heroes Foundation YouTube channel, thank you for doing so. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget, guys, beat cancer. <laughs>